Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. When we're born into this world, there's a lot of things that we don't know how to do. So we spend the first 15 to 20 years learning from our peers, from our family, from our teachers, how to live life, and hopefully with time, how to live life well. So in many ways, life is like a schoolroom. We come here to learn. And after we've learned certain lessons, like say, how to get our first job, then we get new lessons presented to us, perhaps how to be in a relationship, then how to raise children, how to save for retirement, how to retire well, how to have loving, lasting relationships. Life just keeps teaching us, and we can, until our dying breath, keep learning. But in reality, when it comes to life lessons, we ultimately have three choices. And these three choices are what we're going to talk about today. And metaphorically, if we can think of life like a school, then when we do well with these lessons, we get graded well in life, not from others, just in the fact that our life goes better. And if we do poorly, we don't get good grades and our life doesn't go as well. And of course, we're here to have beautiful lives. So let's talk about the best way to learn through life and how to live our lives well. Well, as I said, it really boils down to three choices, three options we have to learn from life. The first one is not to learn. We do something, it doesn't go well, and then we don't learn from it. Then we do it again, and we don't learn from it. We do it again, it turns out poorly, we don't learn from it. We all know examples of this in our own lives and in others. And it's not to judge ourselves, it's just to realize we can often be quite stubborn or for whatever reasons, prefer not to learn the lessons and keep going forward instead of saying, oh, I need to stop doing this because it has consequences. And I think the main reason we don't learn from life is because of immediate gratification. A lot of times we do things that aren't good for us, that have negative consequences, but we do them because right now they actually feel good. And often the consequences are later, sometimes much later. I mean, think of the example, a simple one, I'm sure that almost all of us have had, where we go out with our friends, we have too much to drink, we have, in quotes, a good time, but then the next day, which is significantly later than that night, we feel sick, perhaps we have a stomach ache, perhaps a really bad headache, and we reflect on the things we did the previous night with not a lot of smiles on our face. And it's because of that delayed gratifications that we keep going back to things that we often know aren't good for us. And often the delay is very long. For example, I think a lot of us like food. Food can be a very pleasurable aspect of our lives. And perhaps we cultivate a sweet tooth, so we like something sweet after each meal. Well, in the short run, that may not have any consequences. But of course, in the long run, we may begin to put on weight. And because we put on weight, we don't like working out anymore. And we get heavy and we start having health consequences because of the excess weight. And yet when we begin to really examine how to eat well and healthy, we'll learn that eating a lot of fruits and vegetables is really the way to go. But we tend not to do it because we prefer our rich food and the things that we eat. I mean, some people, of course, do change their diets and do a lot better and have a lot less health consequences. But in the short run, It just feels good to eat really rich food, and so we do, and then the consequences come later. 
Now, today's podcast is not to judge us. It's to help us understand the nature of who we are and then how we can make adjustments to this nature. So because we like immediate gratification, part of getting older, becoming wiser, is realizing that delayed gratification or doing things in moderation is often a better way to live life. If we don't grow up in a sense and just eat the way that we want or do the things that we want, like if we stayed in our teenage years, most of us wouldn't make it past 40 because the indulgences that we participate when we're in teenagers have serious consequences over 10, 20 years of doing them. So as we get older, we learn and we make adjustments, hopefully. Recently, I was talking to a colleague of mine. She was working with a woman who she met only once, and this woman had been in a very abusive relationship. Her partner had gone to prison, and the police had gotten involved seven times for domestic violence. Well, when my friend was working with her, she really warned her not to go back because of the consequences that could happen. And the woman didn't come back to therapy, and she learned the following week that she had gone back to her ex, and he had killed her. This is very sad, and I know it's an extreme case, but we do make choices that sometimes we don't learn from. And the reason, mainly, that we don't is because of the immediate gratification that we get from what we're doing. For example, again, extreme case, but why would anyone do drugs, particularly harsh drugs like heroin or crack? They do them, even though there are significant consequences to the drugs, they do them because it feels good now. So a lot of our choices and why we don't learn from our choices is because it feels good now. And most of us listening to this podcast aren't going to be caught by intense drugs. But what can catch us, and I see catches so many people, is that our lives are stressful. And it is good in life to learn to reduce that stress. One of the best ways to do that is after a long day of work, whatever our work is, to come home and go for a long walk or go to the gym or attend a yoga class so that we can physically reduce the stress in our lives. It's good for us, it keeps us healthy, and it has a lot of health benefits across the board. But what we can also do, which is faster, which is easier, and initially feels better, is for us to come home, have a glass of wine or two, or a beer or a martini. A lot of people do that because they want to reduce the stress and that's just easier. And they get caught up into this is an easier path. And so with time, and the hard part about it is the consequences of having a glass of wine or two every night takes longer to see the effects. I mean, when we do heroin or crack, we'll see the effects pretty immediately. But a glass or two of wine every night takes longer to see the consequences. So that's why we do things that aren't good for us. And part of being healthy, part of learning, is learning from our mistakes and realizing that, oh, this perhaps isn't good for me and I'm going to make changes. And that's the second choice we can make. The first one is not learning and just keep doing things because of the immediate gratification. The second thing is learning, saying, oh, okay, I made this mistake. I realize this isn't good for me and I'm going to do something different. A classic one I think that a lot of people hopefully learn from is when they're younger, a teenager, or a young adult. They like to be with their friends. Perhaps they like to stay out partying all night long. 
And then they feel the consequences the next day. They're exhausted. They're tired. Maybe they can't get up. They have aches and pains. And they learn as they get older, saying, you know, that probably isn't the best choice for me to do very often, if at all. I'm going to not stay out too late. I'm going to have a good night rest and learning that that's perhaps a better way to live my life. So in life, of course, we're going to make mistakes. But the beautiful thing is that we can learn from our mistakes. That's what really life is about. Trying things out, saying, hmm, how did that work? If it didn't work out well, then we do something different. The key is, of course, that we do need to learn. So we need to be present. We need to be honest. We need to be aware. These are the parts of learning. If we deny or we focus on the immediate gratification, then we're going to stay stuck. The other thing I think that really keeps us stuck is self-criticism. When we're self-critical, we create a self-fulfilling prophecy that whatever we're doing wrong, we just keep doing. The key of life is having this mantra just be fried in our brains. It's a good one. And what it is, is that when we make a mistake, we say these very simple words. What can I learn from this? Not what an idiot, not what a stupid dude for doing this. What's wrong with me? Just what can I learn from this? It's gentle. It's kind. And guess what? If we really say this over and over again, then we will learn. The power of words, the power of thoughts are just amazing in both ways. They're just powerful. So if we're hearing negative things about ourselves, we're going to stay stuck and keep doing the things that we wish we would learn from. If instead we use this phrase, it's one of my favorite phrases, what can I learn from this? This one is so powerful, but we have to embrace it, we have to use it, and we have to always be kind with ourselves because we are going to make mistakes along the way. But as long as we embrace the sense of, what can I learn from this, then we will learn from our mistakes. It may take us a few times, but with time, we'll get better. And in life, if we're going to learn and grow, this is the main way we are going to learn and change our behavior so that we keep getting better throughout our lives. But we do have a third option, and this is perhaps my favorite option. It's just hard to do, and we forget about it because for so many reasons, we just don't think about this one. But if we learn this skill of this third choice that we have to learn, then what will happen is it will keep away so much suffering in our lives. It really is magical in how it can help us navigate life's course in beautiful ways. And it's just this, not not learning from our mistakes, number one, not learning from our mistakes, number two, but instead learning from the mistakes and successes of other people. And as I said, this one truly is powerful because there's an infinite amount of wisdom out there that we can learn from others, both from their mistakes and their successes. Yet sadly, this is the one we resist the most in regards to doing it. We prefer to not learn because it just feels good. We like that immediate gratification. Or we are willing to learn from our own mistakes. But learning from others is almost like we have to learn the hard way. Where we could learn the easy way through other people's mistakes saying, I'm not going to do that. It's like these other people become our teachers, both in the good and in the bad. Let me use an example. A dear friend of mine that I grew up with and I've known throughout my life, 
she had a cousin who she spent a lot of time with because of family getting together and they just saw each other a lot. And her cousin was pretty wild, to say the least. And my friend said, you know, I'm seeing the consequences already growing up of her choices, being wild, getting out there and wanting to, in quotes, have fun. I'm going to choose not to do that because her life isn't going very well. And sure enough, her cousin ended up getting pregnant at a young age, going through divorces, ended up on the street, in and out of halfway homes. And then last week, she just learned that her cousin died and she was in her early 50s. A very sad story, but not an uncommon one. And it isn't for us to, again, judge others. It's for us to say, okay, what can I learn from this? What can I learn from other people? This is what I have done. I mean, now for 35 years, I've been helping people improve their lives. So I hear their stories, the good and bad of their stories. And sometimes it's beautiful stories, but sometimes there's aspects of their lives that are hard. And I learn saying, oh, if I do that, it will have that consequence. I don't want to do that. So I'm not going to go down that path. But the reverse is true. The other number one thing that I've really spent a lot of time doing is finding people's lives that are going exceptionally well. And then I ask, what did they do? How did they get there? And I learn from their successes. And this podcast is about sharing those successes with you. Things that I've learned on my own, but many things I've learned from others and how they do well. And now I share them here on the Happiness Podcast. As I said, this truly is one of the best things we can do because it avoids suffering. When we learn from our own mistakes, there's going to be consequences to our mistakes. And yes, we can learn from them. And yes, we can say, what can I learn from this and not be judgmental towards ourselves or others? But perhaps even a better approach would say, okay, I'm now entering this new phase of my life, like raising children, like getting married, like retirement. Well, get out there and talk with people that are doing that very same thing. Find the ones that it isn't going well for and say, why? What are they doing wrong? Or two, finding people that are doing exceptionally well with it. And how did they get there? And then choosing to emulate their behavior. Life is always a choice. And again, life is constantly teaching us things. We can choose to say no, ignore it, and just keep making the same mistake over and over again, which many of us will do. Or we can learn from our mistakes. Or even better, we can learn from other people's mistakes and failures and apply them to our lives. This is the best way to go. It takes a sense of curiosity. It takes a sense of openness. And I think it takes a sense of truthfulness too. When we're younger, we may know people that we surround ourselves with, and then we say everyone does this. That is never true, but we convince ourselves that it is true. As we get older, of course there are people that aren't doing well, but let's emulate our lives after people that are doing exceptionally well, and at the same time, without judging, learn from people that aren't doing well. If we do these two things, learn from ones that are doing well, and learning from ones that aren't doing well, between these two, we can truly create a beautiful life. And here on this podcast is what I share with every week. What can we do to improve our lives? We absolutely positively can have beautiful lives. The only person keeping us from it is ourselves. 
And mostly what keeps it from it is habits, habits that we just have in place. Once we change our habits, and it's harder for us to change a habit, but once we change a habit, our lives will change. And now, as we can see, there's over 200 different episodes here on this podcast that we can learn from every day and make our lives better. And with time, as we implement the changes that we learn here, our lives can get better and better and better. We do need to learn from our mistakes. We need to be willing to deal with delayed gratification. And we need to especially learn from others because others are here to teach us and we're here to learn from their mistakes and their successes. And if we do that, as I say over and over, we truly can have beautiful lives. Thank you for joining me on the Happiness Podcast. If you are finding these episodes helpful, I would love for you to share your experience with others. The easiest way for new people to listen to this podcast is just refer them to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. Or if you want to do more and leave a review, on that site you'll find a Yelp link, a Google Plus link, a testimonial link, or perhaps even the site you're listening to this podcast on. Often you can leave reviews there too. The reviews are an awesome way to encourage people to start listening to The Happiness Podcast. And until next time, accept what is, love what is. Do you ever wonder why some companies do so well, grow, and just seem to keep coming up with great ideas and keep expanding? While other companies are permeated with negativity, lawsuits, employee turnover, and just overall unhappiness in the workplace. Whichever corporate camp you find yourself in, or somewhere in between, the key to any company's ongoing success is to invest in and help their employees perform at their peak performance. There are very clear and specific things that people can do to perform well at work and in life in general. This is the focus of my podcast, and it's also the focus of my work. Being at the cutting edge of any market is sustained through investment, investment in training employees how to perform well. But sustained growth and productivity requires specific psychological tools in order to continue to perform at peak levels. This is where I can help. I've been studying peak performance for over 30 years now, helping people all over the world. And there are very specific things that have to be maintained in order to sustain this level of performance. When companies invest in their employees, their employees are invested in them. Unfortunately, it's quite common for companies to be doing exceptionally well in the marketplace, but for unknown reasons, key employees make poor choices, leave the company, or start struggling in coping with stress-related illnesses. Companies that do well know their business really well, but human behavior works in mysterious ways unless you've been trained to understand the causes and cures of underperformance. If you're a forward-thinking company, perhaps it's time to think about giving your employees skills that may really help them perform well at work and throughout their lives. If you work for or manage a company, and you're ready to learn the skills in order to survive and thrive in any market, in any conditions, or in life in general. I'd love to help. These are the skills I've learned. These are the ones I'd love to bring to your company. 
true lasting success has to be seen from a broader perspective, not just monetary. And if you're ready to bring about these changes, that's where I can help. To learn more, go to www.successbeyondyourimagination.com. That's successbeyondyourimagination.com. And whether we're at the doorstep of retirement or have many years to go, may we always be growing and be developing our skills not only as successful employees, but as successful human beings.